0: of ramsey solutions broadcasting from the pods moving in storage studio it's the ramsey show where america hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money i am your host jade warshaw joined to my right by the illustrious ken coleman
1: illustrious that is a word right there i like that <laughs>
0: I usually reserve that for George Camel, but...
1: Really? You 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 can't come up with a different word for the two of us? Well,
0: look at this. this, With this hair you got going on today, Ken. (laughs) Illustrious was the word. It's the same do every time. (laughs) This is a
1: toupee I've had for decade. Oh. A lot of glue. A lot of glue.
0: <laughs> Don't tell him that, Ken. Yeah, We're taking calls from you guys. So give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. We know you're out there. We know you're feeling stress Yes, and you're feeling anxiety mm. around your money, around your career, whatever the situation. Matter of fact, we're all feeling it, right? And Dr. John Deloney actually has a new book coming out about this. It's called Building a Non-Anxious Life. And I'm so excited about this because I'll be honest, Ken, I didn't think I needed it. I didn't think I needed to read about this stuff, but now reading it, I'm like, this helps Mm -hmm, everyone. mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, sure it does.
0: Everyone. You need to pre-order it. No one is. And we walk around thinking we've got it and Mm -hmm. like, I'm good. I'm good. I've got this. I've got this. You read this book, you're going to be like, oh, there are some changes that I need to make. There are daily choices. And he actually walks through a set of daily choices that you can wait make every day to start.
1: I walk around knowing I don't have it. And it actually makes me less anxious because I just know I don't have it. You're like, I I know know. I
0: ain't got it together. I don't know what I'm doing.
1: I don't know how I even got in the room. How did I even get here at this
0: table? I know that's right. (laughs) But look, six daily choices. Come on. I like it because just like we talk about the money and the baby steps, he's breaking it down really in his own kind of baby steps on how you can yeah, walk this thing out. So a lot of goodies,
1: by the way, when you pre-order now, you get it at a discount and a lot of goodies.
0: I love that. Yeah. you If you, if you pre-order it today, you can do that for $20, but you're getting $75 mm-hmm. in goodies, as mm-hmm. Ken would say. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those things is access to his talk. It's called Smoke, Fire, and Freedom. And I heard that talk. Yeah, it's good. And it's off the chain it's on point um then you also get an ebook or an audiobook of him reading uh building a non-anxious life so that's pretty sweet you can do that at ramseysolutions.com. i've already got my copy it's y'all's turn now all right let's go to the phone lines we got mike in new york city what's going on mike
2: hi thank you for taking my call Jaden Ken. Uh, Ken, great reference to uh, Stuart Scott. You and I are the same age. I loved it. That was yes, wonderful. Sir. Yes,
1: yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Rich
2: Eisen, Stuart Scott days, Dan Dude, Patrick. Those were the
1: it. days, man. That's when Sports Center was, m- you couldn't miss it. You had you to watch it. You couldn't
2: miss it. You had to stay up and watch it back <laughs> in the 90s into the 2000s. I'm going to give it.
1: you this, Mike, just for you. Booyah. Oh, Booyah, that's Booyah. right. Booyah. There it is. Come on. There it I is. love it.
2: I love it. Those guys were wonderful. You yeah. and I are the same generation. So yes, sir. Totally awesome. Thank you, pal. Uh, I, you're very welcome. I've got a question. Um, I'm actually around 60 miles east of New York City out here in Suffolk County, mm-hmm. suburbia, and um, got a question regarding the 3B to 4, 5, and 6 process. 3B, as I understand, you look to see when you're purchasing a home to have the mortgage no more than 25% of your take-home pay after taxes. Mm-hmm. Okay. My question was, as soon as you hit 3B, everybody's going to be now going to four, five, and six, definitely four, five, mm-hmm. at maybe at some point, if at all, and sure. then six, definitely. Wouldn't be, when you go right to four, five, and six, now you're contributing to 15% to your retirement, mm-hmm. you're possibly doing a 529, and you're, and you're also finding extra money to throw out the mortgage. That's right. So wouldn't those numbers be a better true tale of sign of what your, what your mortgage would be uh of what you can afford than just the three b because as soon as you do three b, now you're now I'm contributing to you know, the fifteen yeah. percent and my my take home pay now decreases. So my percentage of my mortgage might increase. It might go from, as an example, twenty three percent and jump up to you know twenty nine percent. yeah, depending I just want on to know the thoughts on that
0: Um, I think that's actually what you're saying. It kind of answers the question itself. I think that's the reason that we speak in this as percentages as opposed to actual dollar amounts, because mm-hmm. then it's customizable for your situation. Because for okay. most people, not everybody, but most people, it's kind of like, okay, I've got my income. I'm putting mm-hmm. 10% for tithe. I'm putting uh, 25%. Give or take on my mortgage. I'm putting another 15% retirement. That leaves me, that's 50% there. And that leaves me another 50% for, you know, the other needs and wants of my budget. That's the other 50% where there's a little extra going to 529s, which by the way, that's one area that we don't say it's got to be this percent or that percent. Some people might not choose to do any. So that kind of frees up an X Mm -hmm. amount of percentage there. And then the whole thing with the mortgage is really, you know, it's not about intensity. It's about intentionally putting aside a certain amount, whatever you decide for some people, it could be 3%. For some people, it could be, you know, it really is Mm -hmm. um, discretionary on that area. So, Does that answer your question a little bit?
2: No, definitely does. Can I just maybe just add one thing? So I'm just thinking as I go through that process of 3B into now 4, 5, and 6, Mm -hmm. that I want to kind of be a little more cautious because I know 4 is right around the corner, and I know 5 will, will most likely happen, and 6 will definitely happen. So I don't want to be like house poor, if you will, because 4, 5, and 6, that's probably the bulk of where the majority of, people are on the baby step process probably spend the majority of their time in those years of four or five and on those steps of four, five, and six. Well, we and, see
0: that most people, they walk through baby step two, 12, 24 months, and then mm-hmm. it takes them about seven years to walk right. through from the time that they hit baby step four. It's about seven years that they're able to get in there, seven and a half, seven to 10 years of sure. actually being able to pay off their mortgage. And that's just that's just an average. That's not saying it's the case for everybody, but sure. it's usually around seven to ten years to get to that paid-off mortgage, possibly baby steps millionaires mm-hmm. situation.
2: Okay. okay, yeah. So I just know with my situation, once I get to three B, four, five, and six, is going to be putting into four hundred three B. I have a. I work as a um, a public uh, school teacher, so I have a guaranteed pension in New York State. Mm-hmm. So then I have the four hundred three B option, um, and that's gonna that's gonna Uh, you know, reduce my take-home pay significantly. And then I have, you know, the flex spending plan, you know, Mm -hmm. um, a teacher's dues, which are, you know, around $1,000 per year. So there'll be other factors in there besides just the, you know, the federal taxes. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: that's something to think about. Um, You know, at the end of the day with pensions, obviously we say 15%. With pensions, sure. you have less control over that money. So we don't right. really fully count all of that towards the 15%. We usually say count about half of it towards your 15%. And then mm-hmm. you mentioned the 403B. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool. And then you yeah. said there were some other required contributions as well?
2: Well, it would be like, you know, my teacher's dues um, and then also the, um, the flex spending plan, which yeah. I, I elect like to do because that's just a no-brainer. You know, the cafeteria plan where you yeah. pay for you know, expenses that aren't covered by your uh, yeah. co-pays and pays. So you've so you yeah. got
0: a lot in there. The good thing, again, is this is based on percentage. So at the end of the day, if because of these extra things, you're a little over 15%, that's okay. It just means on down the line, you might not be putting as much money to, I don't know, paying off your house, but it's all good. You're still building wealth and that's all that matters at the end of the day. So very, very good question.
1: Very good. I'm giving him another booyah. Booyah! That's what is. I'm
0: talking about. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's
1: Rachel. You've heard me talk about Christian Healthcare Ministries, a health cost-sharing ministry, but I want you to hear from one of their members. Abby racked up a lot of doctor bills with a recent pregnancy, but she said CHM shared all of her eligible pregnancy-related medical expenses, and their staff was consistently attentive, helpful, and considerate. That's Abby's CHM story, and it could be yours. Learn more and join chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget.
0: You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw, joined by Ken Coleman. We're taking calls all afternoon. So give us a call at 888 5225 And we'll talk about your life. We'll talk about your money. Dave Ramsey says, we'll talk about you right in front of you. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, Ken, let's do this question of the day. All right. All right. The question of the day is brought to you each day by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Neighborly.com is the place to find reliable help for your home from locally owned businesses like AirServe. We got dryer vent wizard, precision garage doors. By the way,
1: my nickname in high school was dryer vent wizard. Just an interesting point. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i don't want to know why uh
1: um, you see what i did there? they used
0: to call me precision garage door service
1: <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen no it didn't none of those things are true
0: but window Sorry, genie Jay, keep going window genie would be a nice service i mm-hmm. need to get my windows cleaned i'm yes, not i'm not getting up on a ladder and neither is sam warshaw
1: you're not gonna let him up there no way or he's refusing What's just the truth
0: no, I don't want a National Lampoon's situation <laughs> on my hands. <laughs> All right? I'm going to call.
1: I know Sam. He's pretty nimble. He's pretty He's nimble. nimble.
0: but I'm calling Window Genie, and I'm going to pay right. a nice, That's a good reasonable fee for Very them to do good it. good decision. So for expert help with just about anything you need, including cleaning your windows, visit Neighborly.com.
1: Today's question comes from Brittany in New Mexico. I'm 28, and I'm in Baby Step 2. I really struggle with staying on budget since I'm single and I don't have that naturally built-in accountability partner. Who do other single people use for their account- accountability partner to stay on track and meet their financial goals? This is a good question, Brittany. What do you What do you think, Jade? What do you What are you hearing here? You need single lady out there.
0: Oh, the single lady. <laughs> there it is. You need a best friend. You need Ah, a, you need a good,
1: a BFF they call it. Yes. Is that still a thing? Uh, um, I'm a little outdated. uh, I'm old.
0: Okay. We'll go with BFF. You're being very polite right now. A bestie. Oh, it's now a bestie. You need a bestie. Look, I'm not much younger than you can. Let's be honest. You are. You need, you need the right people. Okay. And I'm going to explain to you right quick what this, what these people are or this person. Okay. They need to be someone who you can trust.
1: All right. Trustworthy.
0: They need to be someone who's walking the walk, Ooh, right? Legit. So they can't talk. It, it can't be Uncle Boo Boo who's always talking about, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, you need to get your money right. And uh, <laughs> the cryptocurrency. Boo-boo. Yeah, Boo Boo. Yeah. It has to be somebody who yeah. has money. Legit. You can't take money advice from broke people, yeah. okay? And Uncle Boo Boo is broke. He's not the one. Okay. You need somebody who will tell you the truth.
1: Uh-oh. Truth teller.
0: Hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and and it's not that they're judging you; they're just saying, "Hey, didn't you say? I, I, I thought you said you were sticking to your budget, and I, but I also saw that you were going to brunch mm-hmm. with you know Monica Ooh. and them, right? Well, Monica, you Monica know, Monica
1: will get you in trouble. She will. So uh-huh. you need
0: somebody who will say those things to you <laughs> and hold you accountable, and then you have to be a person who's able to receive it, yeah. because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how that person is, if you aren't willing to receive the feedback if They're, you're not well, see, willing to receive the accountability
1: you're dropping it now because that's the real deal you can have all the accountability in the world but if you just nod smile and wave
0: uh-huh uh-huh it ain't worth it. nothing but a chicken wing at that point Nothing but a chicken wing this
1: is great this is my favorite segment ever now ever i love everything we've just dropped here all the words we got monica we got, we got, we got we chicken Boo. uncle boo-boo. Now
0: let's draw, let's go, let's go a little further into this. Um, okay. Oh,
1: I can't wait to see where this goes. We,
0: well, I want to talk about this because we get this all the time, man, it's hard for me and I need accountability. It's hard for me to stick to my budget Yeah. and we talk about it like it's kind of um like it's a trait that some people possess and some people don't. Oh.
2: Great right? call. You're right.
0: The, these they types the of gene. people, they got the gene. No, those they're just disciplined people. Yeah. As though we came out of our mama's womb mm. disciplined. I don't buy that. No, I think that things like discipline and 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 doing what you said you're going to do, mm-hmm. those are skills. I agree with you. That you build and develop and test mm-hmm. and challenge in yourself over time. I agree. Hit me with some. Hit I, me with some. All knowledge, I got Ken.
1: for you is amen. Well, that's all I got. I mean, i I, I, I could take an offering, but that's all I've got left after you and, did that. That's and, it's absolutely right. because yeah. here's what you're saying. when you think that you are essentially making an excuse. you're counting yourself out. you're going, I can't do it because I'm not as organized as Jade or mm-hmm. whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I get that. I think yeah. you're absolutely right. It becomes a it becomes a crutch that we go, well, I'm just not good enough. So. Yeah. Really good stuff. Love the question, Brittany. It's I love a great that.
0: question. And, and, and the budget, by the way, if people are saying, well, Jade, how do I build that skill? When you start a budget, give yourself that accountability. And when yeah. you say to my, to yourself, okay, start start small. Mm-hmm. Everything is not going to be perfect all right? at once, but maybe it's just one line item. Okay, this month, no matter what, yeah. I'm gotta sticking gotta to get the grocery budget.
1: got to get in the gym. Yeah, That's the idea. That's how you build muscle. Mm-hmm. You have to show up, little throw some little weight little. around. And
3: figure it out
0: yeah let's go to the phone line dominic san jose what do you have to say about it san uh dominic
3: hi uh, thank you so much for taking my call guys of course. um so basically uh i'm a bit of uh i at first i called it buyer's remorse but i think it's more buyer's guilt because Uh-oh. it's something that like i can justify but it's something that i just don't think is was quite in line with like, what my did core you values buy
1: dominic we can't <laughs> wait to hear
3: this it's, I'm, I think I might be overplaying it. Yeah, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm. Uh, but I, I bought a new car. Well, oh a boy! Newer car. What did you buy? Yeah, I bought a 2020 Tesla Model Three. Yes.
1: 2020 Tesla Model Three. And then what's that set you back?
3: It sent me back. Um, uh Like out the door, it was forty-one point three.
1: Oh boy! You bought everything, yeah. and you even are talking like the car guy. Out the door, he told you, "I'll get this for you right now, Dominic." Out the door, forty one thousand. You're
0: like, "Yes, please." Well, what's your income?
3: <laughs> no, he didn't tell me
0: that. I had to figure that out
3: myself. But um, <laughs> I, I make, I make uh, one fifteen before taxes a year. Okay.
1: What's the payment on this beauty? It is six eighty seven a month.
0: Oh gosh.
1: Yeah. Okay. I got to get a Pepto Bismol J takeover.
0: Well, <laughs> technically, we would tell people that anything going down in value like a vehicle you shouldn't do more than 50% have more than 50% of your annual income tied up in that so you're under that i think my guess is just maybe you've never had a car payment that's this costly and you're feeling it and i don't like car payments period mm-hmm. but what mm-hmm. was your car situation before you got into this tesla
3: so i actually had a paid off car that's what um, it is it was only- yeah. And I, and at the time I was like, yes, I just want to not have a car payment. I was like 11 K I paid it off in like a couple months because yeah. I didn't have all the cash right on hand. But, um, I basically so, oh, recently in recent times, uh, I don't know, I just I started thinking about like, Oh, maybe I would enjoy having something a bit more luxurious, mm-hmm. you know, rather than driving something so old. And I convinced myself and doing it, I didn't, and I'm like, and I did that the math and I was like, yeah, I can afford it. And, you know, I went through with it, and now I'm sitting here, and i just looking at that much debt, That's at, coming from having zero debt whatsoever, it's just like my heart sank. And so I'm, you like, oh, called us. <laughs> so why did you call yeah. us, Dominic? What's the question in here? Um, I'm kind of trying to figure... I'm kind of between two decisions. So I talked about it with my fiance, and she is telling me that it's probably just best to keep the car, just pay it off as quick as possible, because I'm able to pay off the car uh, in less than 30 months if I just make double payments, and I can afford that. I encountered that when I was doing the math.
0: And she likes Um, riding The other option. Mm -hmm. Let's throw that out there. And she likes riding in the Tesla. Come on. Yeah, no,
1: she's (laughs) like, please don't get rid of the car. I love your car. (laughs) All right, what's the second option? We got about a minute. We want to help you out. What's the second option?
3: Uh, A second option is to uh, sell the car privately or trade it in, and then just get a cheaper car. What can you get for it if you sell it? Um, Privately, about uh, reserve, uh, say I would say like thirty-one. So I'd be losing like ten grand off of like yeah. Uh,
0: You know what? Yikes! It's really there's not a wrong answer here. It's your only debt. Like I said, you're kind of I I don't want anybody to have a car note. I don't want them to go into that. But you're kind of under that threshold. Um, Mm -hmm. You just hate having the payment. And I don't blame you because you went from not having any payments to having a payment. And it sucks. So for you, you know, if your girlfriend is like, get out of the car and you're like, get out of the car, then sell it. You know, take that stupid tax of $10,000 and you're just going to have to bite the bullet on that and then get into something in cash or start saving towards that so you can make it happen. That's what I would do.
1: Mm. Yikes. You know? I'm telling you. I'd I mean, he's got the it.
0: money if he wanted to just write it out and pay it off.
1: I, I think I'd get after it. I think I'd, I'd pay it off yeah. and learn this lesson. Turn that hate into a newfound emotion that you can't even describe to get out of this thing faster than you could possibly imagine. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is, your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money,
0: You are listening to The Ramsey Show. Where else can you go to just talk about money? Ken, you can't talk to, you know, you don't talk to your friends about money. Mm, maybe some of y'all aren't even shouldn't. talking to your spouse about money. Oh. You need to start. And maybe that conversation can start here today. We'll help you with whatever it is that you're dealing with. We'll help give you advice. We'll help push you to do the next right step. For your situation, but you got to give us a call. The number is triple eight eight two five five two two five. My name's Jade. Again, this is Ken sitting next to me, and we want to talk about your situation, so we're going to do that. We got Eric in Yuma, Arizona. I've been to Yuma. What's going on, Eric? Wow.
4: Oh, thanks for taking my my call, Ken and Jade.
0: You're welcome. How can we help?
4: All right, I'm fifty six years old. I make ninety thousand a year. I have one thirty in a four hundred one k. And about three thousand in an h s a that I only use as a retirement tool uh I currently live in a RV that's worth about thirty five thousand uh yes, it is down by the river <laughs> um, I have a, a paid for truck that's worth thirty two a boat at ten thousand and add another s u v at twenty five hundred and an enclosed trailer that I use for storage. I'm to the end of step two, except for about eight thousand on the RV, and knowing that it's just short-term living until I can get into a house. Should I go ahead and just make the minimum payments on the uh, uh, RV and go ahead and start step three and three B, and so that I can move faster towards a house? Uh, How much is the RV worth? Thirty. The RV is thirty-five thousand. Okay.
0: So it's even. Um. My thought, the the thought that's going through my head is if you plan on buying a house, you're going to sell the RV, you're not going to keep it. So I wanted right, to know. Yeah, I'd pay it off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I list it as but, debt because you only have a little bit to go. And if you wait till you're ready to buy a house to pay it off, you will have lost money on it even more. Like you'll well, go to sell it, it and it. it won't be worth
4: I was wanting to move directly from the RV into a house, so and then just maybe sell the RV later. And whatever I get out of the RV, I can dump into the uh, into the mortgage. How much do you have saved up for the house? I don't have anything. That's why I need to move on to step three and three B. I only have my thousand dollar.
1: Okay, I misunderstood. I thought you said that you had paid. I I misunderstood. You have debt on all those things you listed out. No,
0: no. I, he's paid truck, off his the boat. boat.
4: The issue, all, okay. The the RV is the last step in step Got two. It. Okay. And I only owe about eight thousand on it. So so if you I'll sold clear. it,
1: if you sold it now, would that give you enough money for a down payment in Yuma, Arizona? Uh,
0: well, no, he'd still be upside how down. Much,
4: depends on how much house I find and how much I build, and that's another question with right. ten to fifteen years of income production left in my life and my working opportunities. Are, how much house can I have, and how much do I put toward investing?
0: What you need to do. Here's what I think that I would do. Because you said you you're earning. What's your income? 90k. Did yeah, I hear that? It's a good salary. I yeah. don't see why you. And who else is involved in your life? Are you married? Do you have?
4: No. No, divorced.
0: So with a 90k income, I don't see why you can't knock out this AK 80. I'm sorry, 8k on the RV, lickety split. Get that out of your life, and then you should have plenty of money. There's no more debt. So you should have plenty of money to quickly save uh, what you want for, whether it's a, a condo that you're purchasing, a townhome. I'm not sure what size home you're looking for, um, but now's a good time to kind of start looking, okay, what's my life going to look like? You don't want to bite off more than you can chew um, and really see what that what you can afford going I would, forward. Yeah,
1: Eric, yeah. Uh, the reason I, I would rather you sell the RV now because that is depreciating quickly. And so I want to get yeah. the most for it. And if I sell it now for 35, two things I get out of that. Number one, obviously I pay off the eight grand that I owe on it, and now you're completely debt free. And then I've got a nice chunk of cash that I can begin to build on if I rent for a year or whatever, or uh, you know, I get something smaller because it's just you. That's what right. I'm thinking, Jade. I'd rather him capitalize on getting rid of this this uh, depreciating asset quickly.
0: Yeah, that's possible. He could do. I mean, you could definitely do that. I don't know. I'm not mad at that plan. He, j- mm-hmm. you know, I mean, thought selling my truck. I was going to say you've got too. a boat, you've got a truck, you've got an RV. All of these things are going down in value.
1: So based on our math, mm-hmm. what he's asking what kind of what kind of house should he be looking at Jade knowing that we're already off and running on a nice down payment if we sell several things
0: well i'm when i'm thinking about the rv is i'm thinking about that versus renting for however much time it's going to take for him to get the money for the house
1: i don't know that he needs to rent yeah.
0: well where is he going to go
1: well he buys a smaller where am I go? buys a smaller house i want to figure out what with what you can do with your 90k you got no debt you look at your monthly budget your take home you sell a couple things can you get up to fifty thousand dollars? Could you amass fifty thousand dollars pretty quickly? I thought I heard that much money in there. Right, and I agree. I I had thought about selling my truck and drive just drive
4: the SUV, which was not. You don't need two cars for years to to get. Right Well, it's just the, what was left from my beater truck. You know, and I've just not got rid of it yet.
0: Yeah, I don't think you need so, two vehicles. I've got so I get. Yeah, you've got options. It's for you it's all about how quickly can we get there. And I'm trying to get to home ownership as quickly as possible so I can pay off the home ownership as quickly as possible. Which is why i
1: can you buy a 200 I don't know Yuma. So I'm going somewhere with all these questions. Can you buy a $250,000 house
4: in Yuma? Oh, but, oh you can buy $250,000 of mobile homes in Yuma.
0: I would not buy a mobile home. I not a mobile home. <laughs> I'm not buying a mobile home. Right, so I'm what, not buying a mobile home. So I that know just, that. I'm not, that's just the way prices are here. Okay, so it's... What it's, could so you, you afford? Yeah, what could you get? For what you're looking for, what does it cost?
4: Well, it, my thought is it's a small, uh, a three-bedroom, two-bath, just a simple clean house, you know, that uh, in 10 to 12 years I can pay off and put as much equity into. And if I have to, after that, point, sell and downsize. But, but what is What does, does that, that cost? cost? Two to three hundred thousand dollars. Okay. On the so so and again,
1: I'm not the mathematician in the room, but if I sell the R V at thirty five and I owe eight, right. all right. All right, now I'm walking away with some money there, and then I've got a truck and then I got a boat and I'm going, can I get close to fifty thousand and you're making ninety? How quickly right. can you get fifty thousand dollar down payment? That's a really stellar yeah. down payment. That's a twenty percent. On something, something um, in the 250 yeah. range, true right? That. Am true I that. wrong?
0: You're not wrong, okay. Ken Coleman.
1: I'm just saying, dude. And now we get rid of the RV, which is not helping you long term.
0: That's true. You can part with the RV. Yeah,
4: it, it's a short. It's just a short term answer, and uh, I was looking at probably staying in the RV maybe another year and piling up as much money and selling the boat. And, I like uh, Ken's. I like SUV Ken's option because if you start
0: now. selling, if you sell the truck. Then you sell the boat. The last thing to go is the RV and you come up with you know, a little short-term solution until it's time to get the house that you want. I think that's the way to stack yeah. up that cash as quickly as possible. I'm
1: trying to come up with 23 grand. No, that's what I need to come up with because you got the 27 if you sell the RV at 35 and you owe eight. So now I'm there. I need to come up with 23 more, 50,000 is pretty darn close to the kind of down payment we'd want him to put on it.
0: That's right. Ideally,
1: yes? Yes,
0: that's right. And we've got another rule that we're working with, which is the amount of assets that he has that are going down in value for his income. Yeah. We've got a $35,000 deal, something that's worth 25,000, something that's worth $10,000 and another vehicle the truck the suv the boat the rv is too much we got to offload some of it and it's way better to throw that money into something that's going up in value as quickly as possible as a home actual freestanding home that's what i'm doing
4: yeah what well, do you think what i'm looking at 10, 10 to 15 years left you know i've got to start putting as much more into
1: my investments mm-hmm. and, and
0: my i think other this is investment will be a home yeah
1: eric i think this is a good move I love this plan. This yep. fast forwards everything for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, by the way, yeah. you're debt free, yep. except for the home, and now you can pay that off, and you're golden.
0: I so, know that's right. The key here is he can't bite off too much home. Like he's really got to keep that. Hey, I
1: was looking at you to make sure my numbers were adding. No, up. I liked
0: it. I, I like think he that.
1: can find something. He said between two and three hundred, and he's got the assets to be able to make a really solid down payment right yeah. now.
0: I think that's good that rv if he that you're right that thing can drop like a rock if he's not too too careful so really good stuff the key here is walking those baby steps in order looking at what you've got around you looking at what you can sell in his case he's probably not picking up a bunch of side hustles he's got a lot of stuff laying around that he can sell to get that money and you should get that money this is the ramsey show This is The Ramsey Show, the only place where you can go to get real talk, the real deal on your finances, on your mental health questions, on your career questions, because we've got Ken Coleman on the show today. And you can give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. The scripture and the quote of the day is this, I will not cause pain without allowing something new to be born. Says the Lord, that's Isaiah sixty six nine. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I will not cause pain without allowing something new to be born. Woo, woo, woo. That's good. That's good in retrospect. Drew Barrymore said this: Life is very interesting. In the end, some of your greatest pains become your greatest strengths. That's a word. It's mm-hmm. growing something. It's nothing's wasted. Is what they're saying. Yeah, right. nothing is ever wasted. That is so so good. All right, let's go to Jonathan or let's go to John in Atlanta, Georgia. That's what happens when I take my glasses off. Mm -hmm. What's going on, John? (laughs) Hey, um, I,
5: I I have kind of an interesting situation. Um, I'm, and it's more so I'm looking for career advice. Sure. Um, so I, uh, I, I'm in a career where I, I handle marketing. Um, I make about 120,000 per year. Um, I have a nice 401k, nice benefits package. Um, Going back five years ago, I went through kind of the worst nightmare in terms of of, uh, direct debt and career choices. I had to sell our house. Um, We had $60,000 worth of debt, which may not seem like much, but it was a lot to me at the time. And we used the equity in our house to pay off that debt, ended up moving and just just a big spiral of uh, a a nasty situation. Um, Since then, I've kind of made it my mission to get out of debt and and to go beyond that. So I started, um, doing side hustles and, and, uh, doing contract work on the side. Um, my expertise is in really, uh, political and, and very nuanced marketing and communications. Mm-hmm. And I was able to build something up, uh, very successful in that. Um, and each year it's, it's grown. Um, and I'm I'm trying to figure out when when I should make the switch to doing that full time because it's start, what started out as kind of moonlighting in in um, contract work has turned into in reality me working two full time jobs. How much
1: how much are you making on the side
5: hustle? So uh, every year it's grown. Uh, in 2016, I made 20,000. 2018. Political. It's it's every other year. Right. Uh, twenty eighteen. I I made fifty thousand. Twenty twenty. I made a hundred thousand, and last year I made three seventy five. Um, and this year is the first year in an odd year that I actually made made some income. So I made seventy six this year. Um. So it's it's kind of stacking up. Um. My my. I, I, my, my gut is telling me that it's it's time to make a switch um, <laughs> hey,
1: John john my friend uh your gut is is crazy in alignment with my gut
0: <laughs> um,
1: this is a good move for you man um mm-hmm. I, I assume you've been stacking this money in the in this separate account or are you paying yourself some of it
5: uh a, a, a little bit of both um we've been primarily living on um the the main income from my good uh, I was hoping
1: you were going to say that so how much do you have in the side business account
5: uh well I don't keep much in the business account but um but uh, are you
1: keeping it where are you keeping it uh
5: in I'm essentially taking it as as salaries and dividends and uh, so you are yeah but you
1: just told us that you were paying yourself just a little bit you were living off your main gig
5: well, I, I it, it's 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 coming into my pocket, and then I'm using it for for investments for 1Ks. I'd rather not keep it in a bank account. Wait, or, wait, in, well, but wait. Well, here's
1: the problem with that, John. Uh,
5: sure. uh,
1: that money, I understand you're paying yourself and you're doing it the right way and dividends, and everything else. But I want that money in that account because if I'm going to walk away from my full time job, I got to have that money in the account to pay me.
0: Yeah, and there's ways that you can invest through your business so you're not having to pull out all the money do you see what i'm saying like if you set up the right type of yeah. simple 401k you could do a contribution through the business and then you and could part, do part, a contribution based on your payroll as well your personal and payroll. Part,
5: of, part of this is that this has snowballed over the last five years and it, like I, I i'm working two full-time jobs i haven't really found the the right way to to handle the you know spooling all that up and and um so, right. so well, you're let me, the right let's
0: help you with that I feel like you're thinking
5: too
1: hard yeah all right so here's what i sure. would do if i were you um i would i would not walk so you're in an off year right now um i would the 75 you're going to make this year I, if it were me i would have put it all and i would kept it i would have kept it in the bank mm-hmm. in, in the this business. in the business account and i want what I tell people is you can move from your side hustle to your full to you can move from your full-time gig to your side hustle when it is spitting off enough to take care of your needs, what you require in salary and you've got a minimum of 6 months of your salary in the bank. That's what my doesn't mean that I'm right. I love that. It's what I would do. I would have 6 months of my salary so you make 120. So 6 months of that, so 60,000 I'd have in the business account. That would be six months before I stepped away and resigned and said, I'm out. Okay. That's what I would do.
0: And is that on top of your typical three to six months of expenses?
1: Well, no, because it's not, it's, it's, my point is, is that I'm not, it's not about the baby steps in that particular situation Mm -hmm. because it's his new salary. So he would still be working his baby steps, but he'd have six months. Oh, you're saying, yes, it does not include the emergency fund. This is separate in the business account. This is my salary. Yes, That I'm I got walking you. into. Mm-hmm. So it I like is that. separate. Because yeah. I don't want anybody ever touching their emergency fund for salary.
0: Exactly. Ever. And that's why I love this, Ken.
1: Okay. So I say minimum six months. And if you had the 75, which I feel like you've been paying yourself some of that. So mm-hmm. I would stock it back up before I left.
5: Mm-hmm. Because okay. I
1: want you to leave. Because you've already got a pipeline. And I think you're going to be fine. I think this is a no-brainer. But I wish you had more money in the uh, side hustle bank account, your business. I wish you had more in there so that when you walk away, you're not thinking about anything but building that business.
0: And I want you to take better care because um, I might be wrong, but what you said is like, hey, I'm pulling everything out of the business. I'm taking that as payroll and then I'm turning around, taking that money and investing it. I want to be a little more savvy on how we're doing that because, I mean, you're you're going to have to pay taxes on that. You're going to pay payroll taxes on both sides as the employer and as the employee just mm-hmm. to invest it where you could leave some of that money in the business and have more tax advantage by investing yeah. into your own solo 401k through the business. Are
5: you doing that? Do
1: you have a SEP
5: or something uh, like no, that? No, I don't. And I just hadn't, I, I hadn't gotten to that point yet where it was appropriate. I mean, last year. Was I mean, you got a lot one, of money so. coming
1: uh, in. Bro, I'm going to tell you right now, when you started making hundred grand or more, it was appropriate. Uh-huh. You have you been start- paying
0: taxes? Yeah. Okay. I just want to be sure. Okay. <laughs> you had me over here sweating, John.
5: Okay. No. No. In fact, I overpaid this year. so good. I'm, I'm getting some back. Okay.
0: Good. Good. But. Good. Yes. I just want to make sure you're doing that. But um, is your wife working too?
5: No. Um. Okay. Part part of this was um our our son has uh, has some medical conditions, and so in order for her to stay home. I I started doing contract work, and it just... good. Okay. I think you're
1: ready, my friend, but I would prefer that you stack it up a little bit more Mm -hmm. and don't pull the trigger yet. You've done it this far, unless, let me say this, unless you're fried, because you're working two full-time jobs, and I can hear that in your voice. I think you might be on the verge of frying. Is that right?
5: Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, yeah, I I, I would say so.
1: (laughs) Well, then I would, uh, I mean... You're ready. I think you could move some money around and 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 boost up maybe beyond your emergency fund. Some of the stuff you've done. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'd be smart with this, but I think it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to commit and go all in. Okay. I
0: love it. That's you know, good call. That's a great call. You guys, a stud. I love that. And you had so many good nuggets that I think so many people can use in their journey to transitioning from whatever job it is to don't you know, take
1: a leap with nothing to leap into it is not glamorous
0: that's a fact you gotta you gotta create a net because you can't just be jumping without a net make it that only works in the cartoons i know that's right all right guys that does it for this hour of the ramsey show this last three hours we've enjoyed hanging out with you and remember when it comes to your money you can tell me you won't do it but don't tell me you can't do it What's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.